So I contemplated whether or not I want to have an opening or my usual intro for this album review, but after careful consideration, more like the past like two minutes, um, I've just decided that I'm just going to jump right into this album review. And yes, we are talking about Dawn FM, the fifth studio album by The Weeknd, also known as the album somewhat closely, but not really, following up the success that was After Hours. We all knew this album was coming at some point. It was just a matter of when. And then when The Weeknd released or dropped, posted, try to find the right words here, posted on this Instagram that, hey, like, I don't want to do an album rollout. I just want to drop this music for everyone to enjoy at the same time. And music is all about healing, all that stuff. We knew that something was coming soon, but we didn't know exactly how soon. But he released within the first week of January, which I can personally say I did not see it coming. I knew he's going to release it like I thought he was going to release it like in March or April in time for, you know, the the whole concert or the, his uh, his tour. That's combined both After Hours and Dawn FM. But I didn't think that he would release it this early or this soon. So obviously, I'm tweeting about it. Obviously, I'm excited about it. And I was so excited that I actually sat down and watched the live stream that was promoted by Amazon Music. I sat in my chair. You know, I got, I turned on, you know, I have, I have this fantastic, I don't want to brag, but I have a really great sound system, um, upstairs in my little office area slash den and I waited I waited right I tuned in right at 11:50, counting down the last 10 minutes to experience because I'd never done this before I never sat down and watched a live stream of an artist's um like album drop or you know whatever you want to call it listening party but I knew I was like oh my gosh I'm going to be one of the first people even though it's not that intense or that serious but in my mind i'm thinking to myself i'm i'm listening to this album live i'm one of the first people who are going to experience this album along with uh the weekend up there djing it and having a great time with it interacting with the audience with it. like i was i was ready and then he played his album and i'm not going to lie i wasn't a fan which i was so i don't i was so shocked by and I don't know why I felt like that. I don't know why. Maybe it was because After Hours was so closely, um, even though it, was, it came out two years ago. Almost, it'll be two years in March. And But it still feels like coming off the height of success of After Hours. It's like, how do you, how do I compare it? And we say the saying all the time that comparison is the thief of joy. And here I was literally comparing this album. I, tr- I went with an open mind. And I was like, I'm listening to this album. I'm going to say like, hey, like, it's coming off of After Hours. Try not to compare it so much to that. But yet, I did. And I think that's what hurt my first um, listen through. That and also, I just feel like going through a live stream, you're not getting all, you're not getting the full experience. I'm not getting the bass in my ears. I'm not getting the subtle little synths in the background or anything. It was just, you no. Know, I'll, I'll say it was not great. I sat there after the live stream and I had to ask myself, what went wrong? Like, what did I not like about it? I literally went to bed and like, I, I talked to Alexis and I'm just kind of like, she's like, how was the live stream? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I have these notes right here written down for it. It's like, I don't know if like after hours just needed to breathe. I don't know if it was just the rollout because our, I mean, you could say that your expectations 
weren't met but i think in this case my expectations weren't set like i heard take my breath and that was the only song he promoted off of his album so i'm thinking to myself like it's going to be like that like that same sound and while there were a couple of songs that had that same energy that same sound overall i feel like it didn't really match that tempo it didn't match that feeling if you know what i meant if i if you know what i mean like i don't know a lot of my notes here they are negative and I, i'm listening through it i'm just like dude like what went wrong and i knew at that moment i was thinking too i was i was tired maybe i was just thinking way too into it so i said you know what tomorrow i'm going to listen to it through um no through my headphones have some time to digest the first time around i know what to expect and let me just give this another chance i knew i have to listen to it more than once and i did and i can say by the third time, it finally clicked. Sure, there are some elements or there are a couple of things that I feel like still do not click with me, but overall, I cannot deny that this album is great. It's not a classic, I can say that. It's not It's not After Hours, that's for sure. It's definitely not House of Balloons, but it. it's good. Like, it's, it's really good. And if you only listen to it one time or two times, and you're like, I don't think I'm a huge fan of that, Give it that third time. Listen to it again. And I promise you, something will click. The thing that, the, what clicked with me was, I, like, obviously, I love the, I love Sacrifice. You know, I love the opening intro um, of introducing us to this concept of Don FM. You're in the car. It's an hour-long experience, and you're listening to the radio. And this, you have Jim Carrey narrating, basically walking you through the steps to, and the common theme here, the steps to acceptance, healing, forgiveness, it's its all of that. That's the theme of this album. And he does it, or The Weeknd does it in such a clever way through music. And to me personally, I love when, I mean, I think it's fun to have artists like Drake just dropping albums with songs, some anthems, uh, you know, Future dropping stuff. Gunna released an album. It was pretty good. You know, I enjoy that music. But every now and then, I like to come back to music like this that tells a story, like an hour-long story, and finding ways to relate with you and to relate with the, the audience to find a sense of togetherness, I think is the word. I know there's a better word out there to use, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. But I can say after a few listens, this is becoming one of my favorite Weekend albums. And it's so different. That's one thing I praise The Weekend. And I've talked about it many times in the past. And I'm sorry you guys have to keep hearing it over and over again. But the thing I love about The Weekend is that he's not afraid to try something different. If you listen to all of his, all of his albums, all of his, his mixtapes, I'm talking Trilogy, Kissland, BBTM, Starboy, uh, Mind Your Melancholy, After Hours, everything. No album sounds the same. Sure, there are elements that are kind of that are similar, but aesthetically, it's it's not the same. He is consistent by remaining inconsistent, and I love that. I love artists who find something, find kind of like a certain genre, or find like something that works, and they just run with it. You could tell. I mean, in After Hours, he had a little hint of that of that '80s sense. Um, with blinding lights, um, uh, uh, in your eyes, 
a little it's uh, just like a little influence in save your tears but you know just mainly those two songs are where you're able to have that that feeling that sound and he took that and just put it on he put it on steroids for this album and it works and why does it work i don't know i really don't know i mean i heard people saying like i'm so tired of these 80s since i'm tired of the 80s pop i want to tell you guys like we're just in that type a lot of artists are use are using that type that that genre of music and personally like i don't mind for it as long as it's i don't mind it as long as it's done well and i think it's done well here i love how it opens up with dawn fm and the weekend he he's really playing into this whole uh radio aspect where he's even doing the jingles for it and you have you know jim carrey hopping on saying like hey this is gonna be an hour long of ad free music which was a lie it was not there was an ad in there but we'll talk about that a little later but you can tell they both really care about this album because how much they're committing to this character to this experience that we're about to go through i love how the first four songs gasoline how do i make you love me take my breath and sacrifice they just all weave together i think that's what he's trying to do here he wants this to be just seamless and i really like that i like how it just transitions like when i first heard it i mean it sounds like it's all just one song and i understand if you listen to it out of order which i don't think you should listen to this album out of order it should not be on shuffle if you listen to this um out of order it will not sound well but when you listen to it from gasoline how to make you love me take my breath sacrifice it's seamless and i really really like that and then there's like a break it's a break uh by with a tale by quincy and it's him talking about you know how his mother was taken away from him and him having absence of your mom creates this weird this resentment um within this family and then he's basically saying like i didn't have enough time with her i don't i'm not happy with who i am and it's causing this friction between um future relationships whether they're intimate or whether they're just regular friendships and then it dives into out of time and then that i mean to me i think i thought sacrifice was my favorite track i thought best friends uh was my favorite track i thought you know i thought less than zero but no out of time that's that was a point that was the that was the the moment i realized this album is just so well done and then we go into here we go again as featuring tyler the creator ed i mean i'm not a fan of the features i personally think this album should have been featureless besides quincy and jim carrey but i mean i don't really consider those quote-unquote features this song isn't forgettable but it's just like I, I I don't know. I I'm I, I could skip it. Then get best friends, which is great, and I like how best friends kind of just weaves into um, is there someone else, which I think was that song is amazing. That's another one of my favorite ones on here, and that kind of ties in with starry eyes. Um, we kind of have the next song. Every angel is terrifying. We have the weekend um, just speaking on the track, and they have this really great build up, and it goes into an ad, which I'm like, what? But I feel like the the feel like the ad had it does have significance. I do say I will say that, and I'll talk about that again later. Uh, then we go into "Don't Break My Heart," which is a, a decent track. Um, then I heard you're married featuring Lil Wayne. I am not. This is probably 
And it's not even my least favorite one because of the weekend. It's my least favorite one because of Lil Wayne. Because you're telling me, and I don't want to sound rude. I understand how great Lil Wayne is, but I just feel like you could have done a lot. Was was everyone booked? I I mean I don't know. I wasn't a fan of this this uh this track. I feel like so many other artists could have done better. I mean I think that Young Thug would have been a great choice. I think that maybe even Kendrick. I mean he'd be a decent choice. I mean Doja Cat would have been fine on this track. I just feel like anyone but Lil Wayne or just leaving it with no feature would have been the better way to go. And then we get to the next track, Less Than Zero. This song is just, it's, 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 it's euphoric. It's, I don't, it's like an out-of-body experience with this track. And it's because like it kind of steps away from the usual 80s synths pop. But it ha- I don't know what, I'm trying to think of the genre of music to, to call it. It reminds me of like those... Those old movies, not old movies, but the movies that were released in those, the 2000s, like I think of, like, I don't know, I think of Sky High. I think of that song that, I'll, you know, I'll stop the world to melt with you. Like it has like that kind of vibe, like the hero, you got to the end, the hero has, is winning, he won, he's he's at peace, he's just having a great time with his, um, with his friends. And I don't know how he does it, but it's such dark lyrics, but a fun grooving sound uh, he he always does that the week he he always does that and i really like that song and i like the direction it goes and i think that i might be hearing that i was like maybe i want to hear more of that in the next album the next outing and then the album ends with phantom regret and this song or not even song this track this poem is just phenomenal I remember watching on the live stream. He turns off all the all the lights and he just lets Jim, uh, Jim talk. And hearing him talk to me, I you know, I reached the end of the tunnel. I felt at peace. I really did. And if you just if you just close your eyes and you hear Jim Carrey talking and he and his voice is uh, crescendoing along with. The music where the production is is coming in and it's, it's surrounding his voice you hear abel's vocals in the background you forget for a second where you're at and it feels like a really good conclusion to this story that he that he uh the weekend is telling you've made it to the end you you found forgiveness you have you went through your accept you went through acceptance and now you are comfortable with with leaving and i think that's what plays into and this is just a theory but i think that's what plays into this cover uh it's him being old and he he released a music video um on saturday or on friday of sacrifice and while the music video is kind of i feel like going in another direction my my thought process here my theory here is that he is going through this pain and the old man abel is gonna you know find him and tell him like hey like don't become me or something along those lines and or if anything the weekend's telling him to you know find that acceptance and just to to move on and things that are going to be okay because all of the weekend's music all of his albums they have themes in one way shape 
or form. And like, again, this is going to my theory. So, I mean, this might be off the wall crazy, but like, just, just bear with me. All right. The weekend, since I can remember, since you can remember, if you've been listening to him for a while, he is a troubled individual who's passed completely and always just haunts him. So when I, when I hear The weekend, when I hear these albums, and I don't know if he did this on purpose, again, it is a theory. I think of all of his seven projects, you know, I think of Trilogy, Kissland, Beauty Behind the Madness, Starboy, My Dear Melancholy, uh, After Hours, and now Dawn FM, I look at these as the seven, the seven stages of grief. I think Trilogy is like that shock and denial where he's just in this day of disbelief and just numb feelings. That entire album is just about um, hard drugs and alcohol. He's even mentioned in the past that he does not want to go back. People keep, this is a sidebar, people keep one, wanting Trilogy Part 2. You're not getting that. You're, you're not, you're not going to get it. Move on. He has moved on from that. He has said many times that that was such a dark area of his, of his life that he does not want to go back to. And I know we all want the depressing, sad um, weekend. We had a glimpse of it and My Dear Melancholy, but I believe that is the closest we will ever get back to that. And that is okay, because artists, they need to grow. They need to move on. And he is moving on. He is learning, and he is becoming better. I can proudly say that he is happier now. But anyway, back to my theory. The second stage is is pain and guilt. And I believe it really goes into that pain aspect with Kissland, because we are... he says so himself kissland is like his nightmares it's a it's an entrance into his head it's a very very scary place we get into the third album be behind the madness which i believe the theme here is bargaining this is his first moment coming into the pop industry becoming mainstream and the the themes here was that he was bargaining with the devil he was making a deal with the devil you saw it in the the music videos of the Hills, and that one will lead into, um, what song was next? Was it, is it Can't Feel My Face? And you have the music video for Tell Your Friends. Like, there's a lot of things leading up to that, going through this bargaining process. Here, I like to kind of, I want to switch these, even though, I mean, like, I don't know if you're supposed to, do, I don't know if you do this, the stages of grief in order or not. I feel like you should. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> but um, the next one is usually, is depression. But I must flip that with the next one, which is the upward turn, which is Starboy. And Starboy is just a fun album. Like he's reached the 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 he believes like you know he's reached superstardom. You know he made that deal with the devil. He is now you know a pop star. Starboy he just released this album, just like fun of full tracks, fun tracks, and just having fun. But then My Dear Melancholy goes into back into that depressing state. And then the next album, After Hours, um, this stage is known as Reconstruction and working through and i think that's happening at least especially through a certain piece of after hours from the time frame of heartless faith blinding lights and maybe a little bit of in your eyes he relapses he is once again in the situation of and this the thing about the album is in this situation once again of loving this girl and like he can't it's actually a very dark album but he can't give what she believes and he just goes back to his old ways hence um, heartless and then you know the faith faith is the him kind of having that near-death experience um and he relapses and at the end of the album until i bleed out i mean he basically says like i 
I'm nothing <laughs> like I, I don't want to be here. Like I don't have you. It's like I, I'm, I'm done here. And then I think this is Don FM is a fantastic follow up because now we're at this acceptance, the hope, uh, the healing stage of his life. Hence, again, the old man, he's been through it all. He's done it. He's done it all. And I think at this point, he's like, I know who I am. I know that I don't I know that I possibly cannot have you. I know who I am as an individual and the fear of me being who I have been can prohibit me from being the man I want to be. And that's okay. It's not okay, but like, it's okay. I'm accepting this. And there's a glimmer of hope that things are going to be okay. The weekend always talks about death. He really like, and he always touches, he always touches base on it. And in this one, I feel like he finally just said, like, I am comfortable with leaving and I'm ready to go. Will this be the last album by The Weeknd? I don't think so. I don't know. What if the next album is him finding out that, hey, like, I have acceptance and hope. And, like, obviously, Jim Carrey at the end says, like, you know, in order to see heaven, you have to be heaven. But what if The Weeknd actually does not end up in heaven? What if he is in hell? And then we have that same, um, sorry, that same sound, that same um, um, melody or not melody. This that, I'm going to go with sound, the genre of less than zero in the next album. And it's actually, once again, a very depressing album in this upbeat state. I don't know. It's just a theory. Um, if I'm right, great. But if one thing's for sure, I want him to take a break. We've gotten, after his, he goes on tour, I think that we deserve or he deserves more so some time to just sit down and really indulge into this next chapter this next era i've seen some theories saying like this right here is his newest trilogy of after hours and um dawn fm um people are saying that maybe the next album is going to be called afterlife because going back to the song every angel is terrifying there's this ad, and if you listen close to the ad, it's like, what comes next to the afterlife? It's blah, 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 like just hyping it up and everything. And obviously, you know, he, this album is Acceptance, Hope, leading to death. So now we're in this afterlife state. Or more so going into the direction and the theme of being in the afterlife. I don't hate that theory. I think it's pretty interesting. And I think it'd be a really fun thing to um, explore. And then after that, I mean, I don't know. Will the weekend be done? I feel like it's okay if he is. It's going to be. It's really hard for me to say that too. I love his music and I love the the uniqueness he brings to the table. But I mean, you had this great album of After Hours. You're. I assume Dawn FM is going to be really good. I mean, it's only January. It's the first week of January. So I mean, it's really hard to tell or to gauge like what this year of music is going to be looking like. But right off the bat, I mean, this is a really good album. And then the third being Afterlife. I mean, maybe that's the title. I don't know for sure if it will be. I mean, I think that'd be a really interesting reinvention of trilogy. Amazing how it comes full circle. The first trilogy of, you know, of House Balloons, Echoes of Silence and Thursday was all about pain, suffering, drugs, and just 
sex and all that stuff, how funny or how cool would it be if his last quote unquote trilogy album is about healing and being okay and moving away from that comes full circle. I actually, I like that a lot, but overall Don FM, I believe this album is great. Sure. There are a few things that I'm not a huge fan of. Like I said, I'm not a fan of the features. I kind of touched on it a little bit. I wasn't a fan of the rollout. It's fine that he dropped it all at once, but I would like to be, I would like to have my expectations set just a little bit, but that's just nitpicky. Um, but overall, I thought it was a very well done album. I'm struggling to put this, where to put this on my list on terms of, of ranking, because it's hard. I don't think, it's definitely not better than, because I've split up Trilogy, um, but so I don't think it's better than House of Balloons. I don't think it's better than than After Hours. I think it's better than Starboy, and it might be better than Be Behind the Madness. So like, I don't know, it's for sure my top five, no doubt about it, but anywhere past that it's it's a it's a toss-up but again if you only listen to this album one time and made an opinion i feel sorry for you because that shouldn't you need to listen to this album more than once three times heck five times like i don't know this album is just it comes it ages like fine wine after every listen i'm at the point now where i'm not i can't skip it i have to listen to it from the beginning i can't start somewhere like in the middle i can't start at like best friends and go from there like no i have to start with dawn fm to be again in this mental state to go down uh this experience and this journey if i have to give it a rating i am leaning towards a seven and a half um just because that's the way that i feel i will be honest when i first listened to it i was like dang this is like a six and a half but after listening to it again and actually really enjoying the album in whole, I'm like seven and a half, maybe even an eight, but it's for sure in that area. So yeah, again, again, thank you weekend for giving us another year. I mean, <laughs> another year, another great album that will be lasting throughout the year. So, I mean, as usual, you guys know, um, follow me on my socials. Make sure you subscribe to, the podcast hit me up on instagram at t minority underscore report and then on twitter at t minor report what did you guys think about the album let me know seriously i want to hear your thoughts i want to know how many times it took you to actually be like this is a great album were you a first a first um going through it that's the ter- that's a terrible word to use or did you really enjoy on the first listen or did it just take you like five to ten listens for you to really enjoy and, and like the album let me know Um, But as always, I'll see you guys next time and enjoy your week. And then also my top five songs. um, Just listen to Don FM, (laughs) I guess. I mean, I don't really know. See you guys later.